Hi guys, welcome to Ashley Young, the podcast. My name is Ashley Young and I am so incredibly excited to have you guys here with me along this journey. I do actually trust and believe that it will indeed be a journey. So here's what you can expect. We are going to discuss having a Christ-centered life, wholeness, and business. Now listen, I know that is such a wide range of topics to discuss, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab your notebooks, grab your tissues, grab your armor, and for some of you guys, you might even want to grab some hangers because you've been carrying and wearing your armor for years. So subscribe, subscribe to whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, or maybe even YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. You can expect a brand new episode here every Wednesday. So get strapped in, find a cozy spot, turn up the volume, and let's get started. Man, it has been some time. It's been some time. Um, In fact, it's been about 30 days. So I know I owe somewhat of an explanation here. I took an unplanned 30-day break and just a lot happened. A lot happened in that time. I moved. uh, I was exposed to COVID. So because of COVID, I wasn't able to get my Wi-Fi connected in my home just because I didn't want people coming in and out of my house without you know, me being clear, didn't want to get anyone sick. But then also after that, my birthday came and I had some family come in town. So I have been MIA. However, I am locked and loaded and ready to go. Now, the last episode we had, we talked about at the end, a release of Mother Daughter Uh, series. So during the time of that break, I was not posting. However, I was still recording. So me and my mom actually recorded a mother-daughter episode. So I am excited for you guys to hear that. That'll probably come out at the end of the mother-daughter series. I'm thinking it'll be about three episodes. So this will be the very first one. Um, So you guys can expect to hear my mother's perspective at the end. But I'm super excited for this series. This is one that, honestly, guys, I took my time with. I took my time because it is a very sensitive topic for not only myself, but a lot of people. And oftentimes what I notice with this topic, there's a lot of the blame game going on. And that is something that I did not want to do. I wanted to be super careful because... Once you reach a a place of healing, you understand that playing the blame game is not super beneficial for anyone, for no parties involved, is playing the blame game uh, necessary or is it useful for your overall growth and healing? So I wanted to really take my time with this episode and this series in, in, in its totality because... Uh, one, I didn't want to play the blame game as far as my own life was concerned, but I didn't want to release the spirit of blame over you guys. So 
what I did was write out a couple of points, a couple of subtopics within this series to really help us unravel the importance of having a healthy bond between both the mother and the daughter. Um, For this particular episode, it's not going to be too much of a dumpster dive in my own um, life, but I do want to kind of lay out the blueprint. So bear with me, guys. Um, I do think this information is super, is extremely beneficial for honestly anyone involved. We're talking about mother daughters, but I do think this same type of information applies to daddy-daughter relationships, father-son relationships. Um, so, so definitely take out your notepads and let's dive straight into it. I was um, listening to a sermon a couple weeks ago and the topic of that sermon was the dynamic of family. And this really, and this honestly, this is a sermon that I've heard before a couple years ago, but I re-listened to it a couple weeks ago and it really hit me in a different kind of way because the way he broke down the different roles of everyone involved in the family really put a lot of things into perspective for me. Oftentimes we get into the mindset of knowing and understanding that the parent has a role to play, but the child also has a role to play in the family dynamic. So it's super important that everybody is honoring and serving their purpose within the family. Now, one of the things that he said within that sermon that was super powerful for me was that the word fear in the Bible, in its original text, the word fear is actually a question. It's not a single word. It's not a statement. But the word fear in its original text is a question. And the question is, where did the mother go? And I thought that was so incredibly interesting because I know so many people, including myself, growing up, I struggled with fear a lot. (laughs) I wrestled with fear a lot. Even in my coming of age and receiving salvation and going through my wholeness journey, I could literally feel the spirit of fear enter in the room at times and I would wrestle. My spirit man would wrestle with the spirit of fear. And the reason it's so important to know that the absence of a mother opens the door for the spirit of fear is because so often we place blame in a wrong place or so often we deal with the spirit of fear and we don't heal it at the root. We don't heal it at the root. So here's an example of that. If you struggle with the fear of success, right? You have a career idea, and for whatever reason, you're afraid of going after your dreams. You might begin to hire a coach. You might begin to find mentors. You might begin to go to school, to study, get degrees upon degrees, certifications upon certifications, and still never reach your peak potential because 
you did not heal it at the root. And you got to understand the root in many cases is the absence of a mother. Now, the absence of a mother can be, of course, physically absent, whether your mother is simply not in the home, you might be raised by your father, your mother may have passed away. Um, a number of things can cause a mother to be physically absent. But also there are cases when your mother is physically in the home, but she is emotionally absent from the child. Uh, a lot of times that causes the child to struggle with fear as well. So think about this case, because this is one of the reasons why I do not like to play the blame game. And one of the reasons why I believe it's just not beneficial anyways is because a lot of times mothers have absent mothers. So if your mom had an emotionally absent mother growing up and she did not heal that wound and begins to raise a child that causes a lot of emotional detachment right so a lot of times when you struggle with emotional detachment you're unable to connect of course on an emotional level but oftentimes that's not the only sign that you have an emotional absent mother a lot of times it can be an unwavering pressure on the child to be perfect or simply not be perfect, but a lot of parents don't want their child to be like them. <laughs> Did you hear that? A lot of times we have a lot of struggles or you're, it seems like your mother is extremely hard on you. And it's simply because she struggles with the fear and she doesn't want to recreate the same mistakes in you that she lived, right? So it's so super important, guys, that we heal on both levels. So whether you're a mother listening or you're a child listening, it's so important for you to really identify in your own mother-daughter dynamic what's going on, right? So an unwavering pressure on the child to be perfect. Often this happens when the parent, of course, struggles with fear themselves. Um, a physical dis detachment sometimes could be the parent, of course, could not still be in the home or just physically. Uh, sometimes the parent is in the home, but they kind of have this busy mentality, mentality, right? So they work a lot or you come home and they're on the phone a lot, they're watching TV a lot, or they occupy their time with a lot of household duties, right? They're cooking, they're cleaning, they're in the garden, they're doing a lot of things outside of interacting with the child. That, of course, can be another physically present but emotionally absent. And, uh, you know, we're talking about the spirit of fear, and that's pretty much the cause of fear often is because that nurturing nurturing nature is absent right so where did the mother go another example of you know an absent mother is and and sometimes it feels like i know people who have a mother or a parent in general that has passed away a lot of these examples if a mother is emotionally absent sometimes that could feel like a death because it's like they're there but you don't have access to them so in a lot of ways the child feels as if they might as well be gone right 
So another example, just to kind of put you guys in the mindset of thinking, think about, you know, where you were as a child, what happened. We really want to find out how to get to the root of these things. So if your parents sent you away as a child, right, you went to boarding school, you were in a foster care, or you simply spent a lot of times at your a lot of time at your grandparents' house. This is another example of an absent parent. Um, I think it's such a beautiful situation when both the child and the parent can heal together, right? When they can heal together, it's so beautiful, it's so powerful. But we have to understand that in most cases, I would say about nine out of 10 times, you're healing alone first. So either the mother is solo healing or the child is healing in a solo state. Um, it's important to know that you can still reach a place of wholeness if the other party is unwilling, right? So a lot of times a person is kind of forced to heal on their own when, you know, one per one party has passed away. We talk about having a physically, you know, absent parent. Sometimes, you know, unfortunate situations happen and you know, you were possibly born without a mom, right? Maybe your parent passed away during labor. These are things that we don't think about because sometimes it feels like, well, they were never really there, so I shouldn't really have any trauma because they weren't really physically there to hurt me. Not true. Uh, the bond of a mother is something that is innate in every child. We crave it, we need it. So even if you never met your mom, right? Maybe you were adopted, you never met your mom. These are still some of the things that you deal with and we don't realize it because in our mind, we're like, well, I never met them. So, you know, I should be fine. But um, that's unfortunately not true. So once you personally reach a place of healing, you can then go back and grab either your mother or your daughter. That's the powerful thing. But one of the things that's so super important to note on this journey is that you cannot force anyone else to heal with you or to heal in your timing. It's not, it's not gonna happen. And one of the ways that can help you with that is when you find yourself in a place of blame or expecting an apology, you've, you've kind of lost sight of the goal, right? And so one, you need to know what really the goal is. The goal is not to get the other person to bow down. The goal is not for them to admit their faults. Um, the goal is for you to be free, right? The goal is for you to heal. The goal is for you to live a life that is not bound by past trauma. That's so important. That's so important that we know because this is what happens. And this is where, you know, I can kind of share a little bit of my journey. When I, and honestly, even before, I'm going to take it even a little bit further back before I started my wholeness journey, when I rededicated my life to Christ, in the very beginning, I struggled with accepting or receiving love. I had a struggle of receiving love. I didn't know how to. Um, I didn't know that I could live a life of unconditional love. I didn't know it really existed, right? Heard about it, um, 
But it, it was just one of those things that sound good, but I never knew that I could feel it. So what would happen is I would fall short, right? I would sin against God or I would make a promise to God or even to myself to not do things or to do things and I would fall short. And whenever I fell short, I would be like, oh my God, it's over. It's over. He's going to leave me. I might as well just walk away now. But what I felt and what I experienced was every single time I messed up, every time, every single time I felt short, he pulled closer. And so that experience for me was such a beautiful journey because it taught me how to not only give love, I was always, giving love was always easy for me, but receiving it was the struggle. And I believe it was because of the dynamic of my parental relationships, not even just the mother-daughter bond, but all of my parental relationships combined I didn't know how to receive it. So once I actually began my wholeness journey, like everyone else, I started to play the blame game, right? And, it, and me playing the blame game wasn't always me having a conversation like, you did this to me. Like it would simply be me in my own world, like this is why I'm this way because this happened or if this never happened I wouldn't da, da, da. like you know that that's the that's the game we play and I've quickly found out that that was not beneficial but once I actually began to have conversations with my parents I realized that hey I'm hurt but they're hurt too and so me playing the blame game I wanted to be healed but I also wanted them to be healed too. And and they weren't only hurt by things that I did or didn't do or said or didn't say. They were hurt by their own parental wounds that were never healed, right? And so it, it just allowed me to show a little bit more grace and understanding. And it really freed me up to truly heal. <laughs> it gave me permission to truly, truly heal because I was no longer bound by what happened, what didn't happen, what I received, what I didn't receive. None of that, honestly, none of it matters. At the end of the day, none of it matters. It, it happened. What, is, what, is, what does Jesus say? He says, let the dead bury the dead. And to a lot of people in our, in our humanistic experience right in our human experience let the dead bury the dead is such a harsh statement and it feels as if it's unsensitive and you don't care you never love them but at the end of the day you have to allow what is dead to take care of what is dead right those dead dreams those dead relationships, those experiences, your pains, your hurts, your traumas, let them take care of each other, right? We got to step into the realm of life and abundance and freedom and wealth and wholeness. We got to step into that realm and nurture those things. We cannot continue to nurture things that are already dead, right? Because when you nurture what's dead, you're, you're, you're pretty much injecting yourself with poison, you're injecting yourself with poison. So truly, it sounds harsh. It may even be difficult. But let the dead bury the dead and set yourself free. Give yourself room to grow. Give yourself room to feel. And really start that wholeness journey. 
one of the things that is going to help you monitor yourself and make sure you're not really playing the blame game and you are indeed healing is hiring a coach. You need a coach. You need, I would not have been able to accomplish my wholeness or reach a place of wholeness by myself. I wouldn't have been able to. One, I didn't have all the tools. Two, I didn't have the wisdom. I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the experience. I had never been whole before. Even if I stepped into the realm of wholeness, I wouldn't know what it felt like, what it looked like. I might squander it. I might mess it up. So you need a coach. That is where I come in. I have been... Yes, I have not been, you know, releasing episodes, which by the way, guys, this is the first episode or the very beginning of me coming back. So you can indeed expect an episode next week, right? We're right back on schedule. Every single Wednesday, you will receive a new episode. But I haven't been here, but I have still been coaching. And one of the things that I realized is that it is difficult because it feels as if when you, it feels like you're ignoring the trauma, which you're not. You're not ignoring the trauma. You're not, you're not dismissing it. You're not saying it didn't exist. Um, we're just not validating it, right? We're not giving your trauma any rewards, <laughs> right? We're not giving what hurt you, what scarred you, what punctured you, what punctured your heart, we're not giving that any flowers. They don't deserve the light of day. We're allowing those dead things to stay dead, right? So one of the things that I realized in my sessions is that it's very difficult to do because it feels like we're saying what happened to you didn't matter. It feels like we're saying what happened to you is invalid. Notice I use the word feel. It feels like. Here's what you got to realize. What you feel is not always reality. What you feel is not always truth. So you can reach a place where what you feel and what you know are not in alignment. And when they're not in alignment, you need someone to coach and walk you through. So I invite you all to book a session, right? Book a session and really start the journey to freedom. You deserve it. I feel like a lot of times we don't know that we deserve it. You deserve a free life. So I'm going to leave a link to my website in the description. Take a look at the calendar. Find a time, a day that works for you. And let's start this journey together. But for those of you who are driving or maybe you just have a good memory, that website is www.ashleyyoung with one Y. So A S H L E Y. O-U-N-G dot net. That's forward slash coach. That is the website. Again, I will leave that link in the bio for you to really book a session. Let's get started. Um, but guys, as always, I'm so incredibly excited every single week to talk to you guys. Um, I didn't even post about the podcast on social media, which... <laughs> Even though I didn't post about it, I still received a ton of messages, DMs, even emails like, where are you? Did you quit? Are you coming back? You said like all of these messages 
And guys, it warms my heart every single time. It just lets me know personally that I'm on the right track and the information that God has planted inside of me is timely and needed. So thank you guys so much for your support. Um, I really honestly can't say thank you enough. I wish I knew how to say thank you in more languages because it's just like overwhelming. But um, I can't wait to speak to you all next week. And oh, this week, this Thursday, we are doing an after show. It is not going to be on Clubhouse, but we are going to do an after show on IG. So follow me on Instagram. My uh, handle is Ashley Young. So uh, I'm going to leave it, of course, in the description. But for those of you who want to type it in now, it is underscore Ashley Young with one Y underscore. So underscore A-S-H-L-E-Y O-N-G underscore. Follow me. Turn on your post notifications so you can be notified whenever I do go live, even outside of the after show. Uh, but again, I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. I love you. Goodbye.